0: Hello, wonderful people. This is Jason English with Things About Things, simplifying concepts without sacrificing depth. And the concept today, uh, we're calling Long-Term Health, and I'm on the phone with my friend Derek Lael. Derek, you still there? I am here. Yeah. Well, I'm excited about this. I'm I'm glad that we waited uh, to have this. I wanted to do this quite a long time ago, but I'm glad that we waited because of some of the shifts in what you've done, kind of transitioning from just fitness to overall long-term health. And I'm so excited and thankful. So thanks so much for being a part of this with me. I can't wait to learn
1: more from you. I appreciate you having me. I'm about to record my 27th episode of our podcast. And I realized today that I've never actually been on a podcast. So I'm shaking, a little nervous. It's cool.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, that already tells the listener if they like what they hear in this one episode they can go listen to 27 more in-depth things you know because we're trying to cover your whole life's work in, in a small conversation <laughs> right. you know so so let's start with this uh, what does long-term health mean other than just like the obvious what do you what do you
1: mean when you use the word or the phrase long-term health? When I think about people that are my parents' age, for example, uh, maybe even older, i'm i'm thinking of a generation of people who are not reliant on blood pressure medicine they're out being active with their grandkids you know they're they're living a relatively pain-free daily life so when i'm talking about long-term health that's what i have in mind for our for our people and and people that we talk to mm-hmm. you know I, i'm not talking about what what the scale looks like today or you know did you accomplish this massive back squat today kind of thing i'm talking about how are you gonna how much life are you adding to your actual life if that makes sense
0: Mm -hmm. and just for some context uh, derek is the uh owner and founder of rev5 fitness i didn't mention that but i want to hear a little bit of some background of your life because I think if someone's listening right now and they're like, you know, I I am interested in long-term health. I would like to have a long-term plan for my health, not just like you said, whatever the scale says that day or whatever amount of weight that I can lift that day or something, but really overall, um, I guess the the question is why should they listen to Derek? (laughs) Right. So, so, I mean, other than just seeing you do a squat, which would be impressive, but like, that's not the overall goal. Right. So, What's your background? How did you get into fitness and and pursue long-term health for other people as your career?
1: So I come from a family of public service. Uh, my dad just became a, a fire chief at a new department, um, but I've grown up in the fire industry. And then I was in law enforcement. And what I've seen through both sides of that is that you, your health and your fitness really play a role in, in your ability to do those jobs and in the impact that job has on you as an individual. Mm-hmm. And um, I ended up leaving law enforcement and went full time in the teaching realm. And I was teaching a class at UNCC about the impact of law enforcement on the law enforcement officer mm-hmm. and health came up quite a bit. Fitness came up quite a bit and the body's ability to be resilient to like the wear and tear of the hypervigilance and things like that. And just over time, it became, it shifted from something that was just recreational for me and something that I did for me. And it became more of a passion and more of a passion of something that I wanted to use to connect with other people and to possibly help other people along the way.
0: Man, so you're, you lived this, your body went through it. Now you want to teach other people about it. And I, I remember when we were talking about this earlier, you you brought up really three areas of long-term health. And I think the fitness one is is the one that maybe I think it's accurate to say that at least in Boone, the fitness one might be the one that people would think of you as right with with Rev Five Fitness. Right. Um, so can you can you tell us the three areas of emphasis about long-term health? starting with fitness
1: fitness. Um, (laughs) so the way I think of it is I think of, um, your, your physical fitness, your mental fitness and your spiritual fitness. Mm. And then I would break the physical fitness down into your exercise and your nutrition. Um, and then, okay. obviously, those have uh, overlap into the other two as well. Oh, okay.
0: So talk talk through that. Teach us.
1: So you can't out-train a bad diet. That's a popular phrase that we use here. Ashley, who does the the overwhelming bulk of our um, health coaching here, it, that's a constant phrase that you hear. Is you can't out-train a bad diet. Um, I can work out as hard as I want to. I can sweat as much as I want to. And even if aesthetically it looks like I'm physically fit, you know, without a good diet, um, I'm likely not healthy. Um, and then the overlap of that on, you know, you, your mental health. And I don't mean like the extreme mental health like like we tend to associate. I mean, just like the, uh, the ability to process stress. Um, anxiety a lot of times is, is associated with your nutrition. Right. You know, so if one is off, then as hard as you want to to push the other one, it's still never going to be complete. And so you have to think of them in the totality instead of just, you know i'm I'm gonna work out or I'm gonna change what I eat. Mm-hmm. You, you need to try to be successful in owning both. Mm. Man, I can't tell you how
0: many times I've failed at what you just said. <laughs> we all do, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So break this down, break this down more for us. So someone's listening right now and they're like, yeah, I, I want to be healthy. I want to be healthy. But I know that it's not just run harder, exercise harder. Or it's not just, you know, a diet of some kind. Break this down for us. As, 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 you know, simplify this without sacrificing depth, even though people can listen to 27 more episodes of on your podcast. Um, h- how do we have long term health? So we're supposed to eat well. Right. Which is the whole thing? I I know that we could get into that because I know that you you guys got your nutrition certification. We do. But what are the main categories that we should be really thinking of here? Is it is it mind body spirit? Is it? I mean, how should we really holistically be thinking about this?
1: You know, you're absolutely right. That's exactly how we should think about it. Um, And you said uh, without sacrificing depth. I think, in all honesty, the answer is. Is so simple that we ignore it. It's building positive habits. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's, that is either the three that you want to talk about. You know, that's your physical, that's your mental, that's your spiritual. It comes into building positive habits and those are going to overlap with each other. Like I said before. And so if I want to know how to be in control of my physical or of my, you know, my exercising, my nutrition, um, same with my, mental health and the same with my spiritual health is it comes down to habits. I mean, plain and simple. And the more you can instill positive habits and repeat those positive habits, then the more it becomes automated muscle memory. And the less you have to think and try and can actually end up layering in more positive habits at that point, it's called habit stacking. The more you can become automated in your positive behaviors and habits, the more you can scale up um, and just continue to progress at that point, eventually owning control of your long-term health.
0: Right. So someone's listening right now, and they're like, yes, New Year's resolution, all that you know, stereotypical stuff. They're like, right. I'm going to eat better. I'm going to do this less. I'm going to do this more. And I'm all in. You know, there's a phrase that you've used over the years I've known you that's something to like start where you are. Is that, right. is that the phrase? Absolutely. Um, what does that mean?
1: It means that you don't have to be in shape to start working on your health. A lot of people say, well, "I will," but I, I'm going to lose ten pounds first, or yeah. I, I'm going to get to where I can run X amount before I start. Mm-hmm. It, it really, you just need to start. If you're, if you're doing this, like for example, in our facility, if you're doing this where there is someone that can guide you safely, mm-hmm. then you don't need any like precursor any minimum level you just need the motivation to start and that's where the habits and the behaviors and all that stuff come in you just need to start moving and so Mm -hmm. with the new year's resolution people um the the biggest obstacle that we deal with with new year's resolution you've probably heard before you don't want to change your diet and your exercise at the same time and that's Mm -hmm. that really is because you want to be successful in achieving small wins Okay. And then winning again, small, and eventually winning bigger. So, New Year's resolution, people. If you come in and, and you talk to me, and you like, well, "I want to lose twenty pounds, and I want to do this, and I want to do that." One of the things that that Ashley taught me early on was: before you drink uh, your first cup of coffee, drink a glass of water. Mm-hmm. You know, if I can't if I can't bring myself to drink water during the day, then I need to work on that instead of like my mile time and (laughs) you know counting berries and all that other stuff those small wins are going to set you up for success for long-term larger success
0: why did you get a nutrition certification
1: so there are a lot of i've tried this i've tried that kind of thing especially amongst you know our staff here there's but then there there is um, a certain degree of consistency, um, that, that is, that is put out. Um, and so we actually have gone through two of them and we didn't get as much as we wanted. We weren't able to provide as much to our members as we wanted for the, with the first one, Mm -hmm. um, which was just macros. It was just, you should eat this number of calories of fats and carbs and whatever. Over time we wanted to be able to provide more holistic, um, recommendations to our community and so we went with um, a different certification which evolved from nutrition to health coaching and it thinks of things like habits it thinks of things like right um you know your your mental health and we're not psychologists but it at least considers that in part of the recommendation um Mm -hmm. and then the nutrition piece is there but in doing so so now we have certifications we have consistency in the education and and we have instruments that we can use that are standardized instead of just like how I did it one day versus how somebody else did it another day and it provides a a better service to the members as they are being educated about their own journey.
0: Yeah and I'd imagine with that thorough knowledge you can help someone customize their own situation because you can't just tell everyone the same Oh, just drink five glasses of water and then have some almonds and then do this and you'll be fine. It's like, everybody's different. Right. And so I think that what I, where I want to head towards the end of this conversation is how they can connect with you and with rev five to have something really customized for them. But before we get there, can you just give us some advice about nutrition in general? So, I mean, obviously this isn't the same as a consultation, Membership, you know, you know them through and through, and they ask all the questions, and you know their allergies and all these things and their goals. So, not that, not that part. Right. Somebody's just like, you know, holiday season, I ate too much, I drank too much, and I just ready for something new. And I'd love, Mm -hmm. you know, something simple to get, I want to get started. I want to start where I am, but Mm -hmm. I'm just not quite. I, I just don't know if I'm ready for the the big decision of everything. You know, what are some general tips about nutrition within the context of long-term health that you can
1: just that you would give anybody? OK, and that's that's an easy one, because almost every single one of our clients has one or all of these common slip ups. Um, the first thing I would say is you're coming out of the holidays. You ate a bunch, you know, whatever. The very first thing I would say is to let that go. Is to mm. not sit and dwell on that. Um, Good. Y- you know, enjoy it. If you journal, maybe write it down in your journal that you ate too much and you don't want to do that again tomorrow and then move on. Okay. Um, right. So that's my first thing. Generally, almost everyone that we talk to fails to eat enough protein in a day, um, and fails to eat enough vegetables. Okay. And so those those two things is like your number is going to be customized, but I can almost guarantee that people are not getting enough. The majority of people that we talk to actually just don't eat enough. Um, and so getting more good proteins like your chickens, your turkeys, you know fish, things of that nature. and then veggies at every meal that's really tough at, bre- at breakfast. A lot of us do not get the number of veggies that we need. Um, because we don't eat veggies at breakfast or eat breakfast at all. Um, so those two things and then half your body weight in water. Um, if, if, if people could just start off doing those things, eating um, about a palm size amount of good protein at each meal and a fistful of veggies at each meal and then half their body weight in water and not dwelling on when they mess up, that's a head start above you know clients that have that have been doing it for months in all honesty
0: yeah so i can immediately think of some people that would just say but i don't really want to eat meat so right. let's just go straight to that so talk about protein and you know the times i've tried to go no meat it's like it's not good enough to just say oh just eat some beans you know right uh right. talk about protein intake If someone does not want to eat meat or, and, or if they don't want to eat a lot of meat.
1: Right. So there are good substitutes out there. You know, there's your tofus and there are things that, uh, with just a little bit of a, of a Google search, it's a pretty common thing these days to be vegan or vegetarian. Um, and so Mm -hmm. there's a, there's a wealth of substitutes that are out there and good grocery stores, you know, like earth fair and stuff like that. They're going to have what you need, right? Beans are definitely a good way to do it. Um, we had a, um, a nationals level weightlifter who um, he, he could he could move. I don't know. He could probably squat about five fifty, um, and he went vegetarian or vegan, and he was getting all of his through beans and substitutes like that, and he's performing well. So it can easily be done. Whether it's because of you know issues with eating meat, um, like a moral standpoint, or if it's just like you you're just not a fan of doing it you can do that and then um a good clean shake once a day would, would help tremendously with that but you just got to be mindful of what's in them
0: well talk about that when you say clean shake what is what's in that
1: you, you know your your oses your sucraloses your glucoses um got to you got to find one that doesn't have a lot of that stuff in it the brand that we recommend is called ascent um it's a uh, it's recommended by like the USAW weightlifting team. Um, It is a very clean whey protein. Um, And then there's a brand called My Protein that a lot of times you you order it online. A lot of times you can get it on sale and it's a good clean protein. And they actually have a vegan protein that I use because I can't have whey. So it has brown rice and pea protein in it. um, And it sits very well with me.
0: All right. So, so plant-based protein shake looking up yeah they can look up those brands or just something healthy mm-hmm. um not putting a bunch of just sweet junk in there just calling it a shake you know right um what were the things to try to avoid in those shakes that you said
1: um anything that ends infl- with ose glucose sucralose you know those those sweeteners um, got it
0: so if they look up. up they buy some protein thing at the store look on the back don't buy it if it has os in the ingredients right. that's good um, and then what in particular, what should they be looking for on the, in those ingredients, the major things to definitely
1: have, um, at that point is really just like the, you're just wanting the protein. Like if it's, if it's mm-hmm. one that's got the amount of protein per serving that you want, it's a flavor that you want. Um, I would look at recommendations too. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a big thing. So it's really about stripping away the stuff that's bad for you. And then finding one that suits your pocket and your, your palate at the, you know,
0: yeah. All right. So some protein at each meal, some vegetables at each meal. Half your half your body weight in water per day. Yep. Simple. Start. Simple. Uh, then and you don't have to start doing that before you go to Rev Five, but might as well.
1: Right. Yeah. and I mean, <laughs> it'll help you in your in your workouts but even if you Mm -hmm. never came in, even if I never see you again, um, you know, that is something that everyone should be doing.
0: And then what, now let's transition to exercise. Again, everybody's different. There's people with injuries, there's people with limitations and preferences and goals that are all different. And, you know, again, we're going to get to how they might be able to connect with you about trying to reach those specific goals. But what would you say to any and all of us, whether you we meet with you or not, whether you know our situation or not, what's, what's something simple that we need to be doing? What, you know, kind of the, the fitness or physical fitness equivalent of the eat some protein and some vegetables and drink mm-hmm. water. What should we be
1: doing? What should we all be doing? Do and don't you, you should move somehow every day. Um, And, you know, even if it's just like a walk or if you just do some air squats and some push ups, you should move every day, keep your body, uh, you know, like oiled, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, The intensity of it, the duration of it, all of that stuff is kind of neither here nor there. Like that's where it becomes customized, preference, that kind of thing. But the number of people that just don't move in a given day, they go from desk chair to couch to bed. Um, So that's the do the don't is feel like you have to go at a high intensity every day. In fact, you should not do that. Right. Um, You you know, uh, my partner here is, is a world-class athlete, multi-time world-class and she takes more rest days and more rest time when it is time for her to improve in the sport. And so I think people, forget that and they feel like they have to run five miles every single day without stopping for 365 days or they're not going to be healthy and that's, that's just not the case there's a difference between walking and hiking and you know moving versus uh, pounding and pounding and in high intensity every single day so try to move every day don't crush yourself every day and the third one is don't use your workouts as justification to eat you don't mm. earn the right to eat okay you you use your food as fuel for your energy in your day and in your workouts you don't work out to give yourself the permission to be allowed to eat something okay and that's that's a topic mm. that we we have to often remind people of
0: yeah they're like i've earned it
1: yeah net calories in oh, oh, calories
0: out it. i'm going to have a burger i've earned it uh, yeah right it's the other way around, right? You put the, fu- the, the
1: fuel in you in order to use. That's exactly right. And when you think of it that way, it kind of changes what you're putting in your body. You know, <laughs> Even yeah. if you're not on a strict diet, you're like, well, if this is going to make my body feel a certain way today versus I worked out, so now I can eat this thing. Then it, that perspective shift yeah. really, really changes how you consider what you're going to eat.
0: Yeah, that's kind of my filter for me. I certainly have good days and bad days and all that, but I think in terms, you know, I'm not trained in nutrition, but I think in terms of, is this thing that I'm about to put in my body, will my body be like, oh yeah, thanks. I know what to do with that. Mm-hmm. Or will it go, this is a waste, like you shouldn't have, this doesn't help. Yeah, exactly <laughs> that's right. kind of how I think of it, and that's the very unscientific way, but it, it's helped me a lot. And i learned some of that from you just in talking about some of my goals and and things to to stay away from and things to pursue. Um, So let's talk a little bit more about habits, because I think that, you know, someone's listening and they're like, yeah, uh, I want I want to do this. You know, I can I can just imagine there are plenty of people listening that are like 2021, baby. I got this, you know, I got this and I'm going to eat right. And okay, now we got some tips. Let's not, don't think of the fitness and nutrition goals all happening on the same day. I'm going to start where I am. So I'm going to get some protein and some vegetables. I'm going to drink more water and I'm just going to start moving. And at least it's something I'm going to start. Uh, okay, fine. After that, how do you even begin to establish healthy habits
1: so an action has to be performed. The data ranges on this, but you know, a minimum of say 21 times before it even be- becomes um, a habit, much less uh, an automated habit. So I, when I said small wins, like that is really the key. It is you have to repeat the actions successfully, consistently, enough times for it to become muscle memory. But that also means that you have to have selected something that's going to be winnable. You know, if if I say my goal today is that I'm going to go from one glass of water a day to 10 glasses of water a day, that's probably too big of a task for me to take on to replicate day after day after day for 21 plus days. Mm -hmm. But if I say I'm going to set myself an alarm and every hour I'm going to drink some water, Mm -hmm. then that's a much more winnable task for me. And that's something that the the reminder the trigger of the alarm is going to keep me in line and accountable and this task is going to become more and more of muscle memory as i go to where i don't need that anymore maybe i can add more water maybe i can add in a new task on top of it that's how you become successful in owning your nutrition your fitness your mindset you know it all comes down to habits mm-hmm.
0: 21, 21 times or 21 days to establish this. I'm guessing it needs to be 21 times over a relatively short amount of time. It can't be like do it 21 times over the course of
1: 365 days. Correct. It needs to kind of be pretty consistent to, to stick. Yeah, and I'll give you an example. When, when I first started in the police academy, every bathroom break, they would make a stand at a wall and draw from our holster dry and it was like 10 times or 15 times, whatever it was. And it was every bathroom break. So that in the situation where I'm in fight or flight midbrain, I could draw from my holster out of pure muscle memory. Mm-hmm. You know, and I I can't think of any other analogy that's as realistic and as appropriate as having to fight for your life drawing a pistol versus your nutrition and your exercise and your mindset. And those muscle memory habits. Right.
0: Well, we sort of covered. I mean, at least I, I know that your podcast, and be, if someone becomes a member at rev Five, they will be just get so many more resources. But we touched on fit, physical fitness, and those habits, and establishing some things to do and don't do. We talked about nutrition. What about the mind? Can you get you know? Again, you need to know someone to really coach them well and their own particular story and mental health has a a pretty broad definition and you could never promise, you know, you're not a counseling service and you're not going to be able to provide everything licensed therapists can can offer and and all that. But is there something that you'd want to say to anybody and everybody, regardless of their situation, regardless of if you know all the ins and outs about what it means to have mental health be a part of
1: overall long-term health? Yes. Um, And I think it's cool because you and I have talked about each of these three areas in, in my life. And so it's kind of cool to put full, you know, full circle. Now, mm-hmm. I, I think a couple things that I would say to anyone is one, I believe, and I'm pretty sure I'm true and I'm, I'm accurate in this. I believe that everyone has experienced some type of traumatic event in their life and has an emotional response to that trigger. Mm-hmm. What, ha, Whatever degree we're talking about, none of us is immune to a a life experience that has caused us some type of trauma and we carry a response to that. So the reason that's important is you should always, you should always um, interact with people with the expectation that somebody might go through something, be going through something and that it's okay to be going through something. Um, So in regards to what we're talking about, a lot of people come through and they, either don't want to, they want to try to mask it, they don't want to talk about it, um, and it impacts their overall health. So um, that's the first one. And the second one is your perspective. Knowing that you filter things in life through, you know, your own experiences, and knowing that perspective really shapes how you handle a situation. If my perspective is, well, I'm not going to be able to succeed at this anyway, then I've failed. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be successful. Um, and so, f- you know, from, a, from a mental health in the uh, health, in the sense of like being a healthy person, not mental health. And like, I'm a psychiatrist, I think people need to understand that they all have stuff that they're going through and it's okay to work through that and that you should treat each other with that expectation. And two is that you have to own your mindset and your perspective when it comes to your own health. Um, the, those two things, I think sets you up for success in this realm. Mm -hmm. Man, that's so
0: good. I know that the traumatic piece that you talked about, it took me really years to be willing to admit what you just said, because I think I mistakenly thought that unless I had gone through something very like capital T traumatic, that was kind of in the category of like the worst of the worst things that humans experience, that somehow I wasn't, I was being selfish. If I thought of my me going through trauma, you know, Exactly. I thought I was being selfish if my trauma was minor, but it's good. It's good to acknowledge that it's there and that there are things that the body remembers and knows and responds to based on trauma. And it matters that I went through those things, even if they're not quote as bad as some other things people have gone through and the body never lies.
1: The body, <laughs> the body knows. Uh, but the body so, also it reminds us that we are resilient. We are built that way, and if we can keep that in in, in our back pocket, then I think we have the ability to be successful in owning our health, um, even through a little t or big t traumatic event. You know, we are resilient. We just need to remember that.
0: That's so good, and I and I think it's it seems like. And I want you to answer this better for me, but it seems like your goal and that Rev5's goal is to help people be in control of their own health. Right? I mean, 100%, 100%. What, what, how would you say was your mission or your vision or your whatever the phrase, you know, what, what do you guys really want to do and be in this community?
1: We know that most adults lose control of their long-term health. We do, we we know that we see that I, we're all adults. I definitely have been out of control of my long term health. We know that people lose control of their long term health, and we want to be here to help them take it back. I mean, it's that simple. Um, mm-hmm. Not here to send somebody to the CrossFit Games. Not here to get somebody a 500 pound back squat. I want to be here to help the people in this community to take control of their long term health and to play with their grandkids to where their grandkids say, "I can't keep up with you." slow down. That's our goal.
0: That's so good, man. Cause that's so much healthier than someone just, I need to, I need to lose 10 pounds or I need to gain 10 pounds or I need, (laughs) you know, or I need to, I have this goal that my experience is half of the goals that I've ever set in terms of fitness were arbitrary goals. They, yes. they were just this numeric numbers this number that i somehow invented that i needed to reach and it, it wasn't even based on overall health it was some half the time it was some pride crap <laughs> you know that that maybe i just compared myself to somebody else or something that i had heard about and i come up with some number that
1: doesn't mean anything not really so. i think it's when we compare ourselves arbitrarily to ourselves too like Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, three years ago, me, three stomach surgeries, two children, you know, a, am I trying to get there or am I trying to be the healthiest version of me at coming up on 37 in, you know, this season of my life? Um, that 10 pound arbitrary number a lot of times I've seen has come from that's what I looked like when I weighed this. Mm-hmm. And so I think I need to be at that number and to me to me that like you said is arbitrary and it's the worst kind of arbitrary because it's comparing to my own self um which is which is a slippery slope
0: and it's always and it's looking back instead of forward exactly and we can't ever go back we can only go forward we don't even have another option in life right so we might as well think long term and of course there's nothing wrong with maybe reaching some of those goals. And that's why, you know, people come to you and they have goals. It's not like if someone says, I need to lose weight, you go, don't say that. That's not what, you know, <laughs> maybe they do. Like maybe they do need to lose weight you know, and that's right. part of it. And, and, uh, so I love the idea of it being that we, uh, we can have better control of our own health, that this is a long-term thing that we start where we are, that we have these kind of small ways of thinking about where to start creating habits So let's transition into talking about how if someone's listening to this and they're like, yeah, I want to do this. I don't know if I'm ready, but I've got to start where I am. Um, If somebody comes to Rev 5, where should they start?
1: Honestly, I want them to start with a free conversation with me. Um, For those very reasons, I want to know – what the heart is of the pursuit. Um, right. I want to know what the situation is um, like your, your shoulder, for example, that would be a conversation I'd want to have before I ever tried to convince you to be a member or, or anything like that. Um, I want to have an honest conversation about what do you, what is your vision? What does health look like to you? More importantly, what is your health? Why? Um, so that's, that's the question that I try to ask every time is what is your why? And from there, we would talk about what the correct path is, whether it's personal training only, whether it's group classes, whether it's virtual because of COVID, um, whether it's combining health coaching with the fitness, any number of scenarios, but it needs to begin with your Why? and, and allowing me to be part of your journey instead of telling you what your journey is and which mm. package you need to pick.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Cause I, I again, I imagine people you, you mentioned, you know, like a shoulder injury. I can picture people going, yeah, yeah. I, this sounds great and everything, but Derek, you don't understand my situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, people say they might say, uh, my job doesn't allow me to have the time et cetera. My family life, my responsibilities, et cetera. I don't have time. Or I have this injury from back in the day and, or I have this food allergy. So there's no way I could keep up with all this stuff. So what would you say to that? You know, if someone's like, I'm, I'm interested in this, but I have this thing that's unique to me, that's going to make it so that I can't do this stuff.
1: That's, that's about 99% of the people that start off. Um, there, there will always be that thing. Uh, and so I, I try to I try to put it back and, and understand that there is that thing and maybe we can work through it, but that thing can't stop you from being in control of your long-term health. Whether that means you are joining here, whether, you know, whether it means you're owning it on your own, don't let that thing be what stops your why. Um, about anything can be worked through. Yeah. You know, whether it's a, a recorded home fit workout or, you know, we could do personal training to get you acclimated so you feel more comfortable, any number of things, but you you have to decide that you're not going to let that thing stop you from being in control. And I can't do that for you.
0: Right. And and you also, I know this because we've talked about it, you're not going to try to make somebody do something that's bad for them. And so you're not, if they say, well, I've got this injury and I can't do that. You're not going to be like, well, you do need to buck up and do it. You know, there's a, there are adjustments that you make and uh, altered versions of things that can really customize almost anything that somebody has got going on. Right.
1: That's exactly right.
0: So that would be, so here, here's, if, if that's you, you're listening and you're like, you know what, I'm ready. Let's try, let's give it a shot. Uh, go to, go to his website. It's rev five, five fitness.com. it's, spell that out as R E V and then the number five and then the number five fitness.com. So R E V F I V E. And then the number five fitness.com go and look for something called the free no sweat intro. And that's a what 20 or 30 minute conversation with you.
1: That's right. Then,
0: then what, what is that conversation going to be like?
1: Um, I'm going to ask you what, how you ended up here, what your, why is, um, we'll talk about what we think the best path is and then um, I'll leave the ball in your court at that point there's no there's no pressure or anything like that most of the time people want to tour and want to you know meet any of the other coaches that are around or whatnot but um, it's it's me having a conversation with you about what your goal is and what health means to you and how can I come alongside you in that journey and then we and so I don't there.
0: have to, I, I don't pay for that conversation and I don't work out during that conversation. Right. I don't bring my workout nope. clothes. No,
1: nope. no sweat, no sweat, no pressure, exactly. or no workout.
0: Right. And so that's, that's like, I can be vulnerable and I can tell you my fears, my goals, my individual story. I mean, this sounds like a little, this is a
1: little free counseling half hour here. <laughs> Uh, but but if you do it right, you can get the recommendation and then walk away and not need me.
0: Yeah, there we go. Right. But, but I also know your heart so that if, even if that 30 minute conversation helped empower somebody to have better control of their long-term health, that's okay. If they're not part of Rev five, at least it helps them in their life.
1: 100%. Yeah.
0: But if they want to, what, what would that look like? So you have, you have some online stuff because of COVID you've got in person, you've got classes, all sorts of different kinds of classes at different times of the day. Right.
1: We do. We're, we're running five um, in-person group classes right now and then open gen times um, just because of, you know, COVID and safety and stuff like that. Um, and then we have a, uh, an online deliverable where people can either pick from one of 100 workouts that are done with minimal to no equipment or there are full length on demand videos where basically they're working out with me and I'm guiding them through it. Wow. Um, and so those are the the fitness options that they that they can choose
0: so good all right well before we wrap this up so i'm going to go through the website one more time let people know how they can connect with you on instagram but before that so we've we've we talked fitness or you know physical fitness we've talked nutrition we've talked mind establishing habits starting where we are but if you had to this is this hard question if you had to boil it down even more than that even though i know that you really would would like to build it out more hence your own podcast and so many topics that you could go into more depth somebody's about this is or this conversation's about to wrap up even if they don't go to your website for the for the consultation even if they don't join a membership with you or anywhere, even if they don't do all the, even the other simple things that we just talked through, is there one thing, just one thing that you could say to anyone listening of how they can have better control of their long-term health?
1: One thing. You need to remember these three phrases. You can, you are enough, And you matter. If you'll remember those three phrases, then that's enough to be in control of your long term health. Say it again. You can, you are enough, and you matter. Beautiful. Well, man, if people believe
0: that about themselves, everything changes anyway. That's right. So if you don't believe that about yourself, maybe it's time to go sit down with somebody who cares for about 20 or 30 minutes to just have a human being look at you and tell you that. If you already believe that about yourself and you know that it's time for some change and you want to take control of your long-term health, you have a few tips here from this short conversation. If you want to take another step, you can go to rev55fitness.com again that's r-e-v-f-i-v-e and then the number five fitness.com you can also connect with with them on instagram and that is a slightly different name that's rev and then the number five fitness so there's not the word five in there just R E V the number five fitness so you can find them on instagram Derek, thank you so much for your wisdom, your time, your love for people, this community. Thanks for all that you've done. I mean, I know dozens of people here in Boone that have taken control of their long-term health. Thanks to you and your staff and and what you guys are doing over there. Um, Thanks for caring. And even though it is a business and obviously you have financial realities that you have to uh, meet you have expenses and, and staff. And I know that that's real in business, but in addition to that being a business, I'm I'm thankful. And I say on behalf, you know, on behalf of, I'm sure plenty of people here in boot, I'm thankful that even though it's a business, that it's more than a business and that you care. Um, you actually care about people's health, not just the expenses of the business. So um, thanks for your time and your wisdom and your love and your expertise. And also for your gentleness, because I think that in an age of, a lot of talk of functional fitness and working out and exercise and people see videos of people kind of going crazy with stuff that it can be intimidating for people on the outside to feel like they can not accomplish some of those insane looking things. And so thank you for your gentleness and your and your love for people unconditionally.
1: Absolutely. I appreciate everything that you just said. And thank you for having me on here. This has been a lot of fun. A lot of fun.
0: <laughs> oh, man, I just learned so much. All right, so last time, go to rev55fitness.com. Look for the free no sweat intro. And remember, you can also go to thingsaboutthings.com for more things. Thanks for listening.